Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, the podcast with all women talking all football. Her Fantasy Football can now be heard on her new home, Blog Talk Radio, that is brought to you by National Gridiron Network. You can also check us out on iTunes or on the web at HerFantasyFootball.com and follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. Bam. Bye weeks, people. Get them out of your lineups. Atlanta Falcons, don't worry. They're all injured anyways. And the Miami Dolphins, <laughs> out, out. We are into week six, Ooh, and there is a lot to talk about. Ashley, any updates on more money, more problems? Mm, drugged it out this time. I did. I like it. Mm. I know, I'm starting to think I sound a little pornish, though, when I say my name. Maybe because I just redid my voicemail on my phone, and my roommate was like, you sound like a porn star. And I was like, that was not my intention. I think we just sound like porn stars because that's how we sound. (laughs) Uh, It's low voices. Um, Yeah, it was a good transition, Courtney, because you're right. Like, the whole Falcons are basically hurt. Like, all of them, quite honestly. So Julio (laughs) Jones has injured his foot. He did later today get a second opinion, and he is out for the remainder of the season. Um, that's a really, really big injury. He was a top wide receiver, so that hurts. Also hurts is Roddy White, which, again, should be no shock, but he uh, is hurt again. So he was hurt with the ankle injury, and now it's his hamstring. So yet again, you cannot count on Roddy White at this moment. And then there's been weird talk about, I don't know if you guys heard this, about Tony Gonzalez being traded. What? Yeah, apparently, and it's all kind of like being brought on by like Twitter and fans, but basically the Chiefs are trying to make a trade to get Tony Gonzalez back. Who knows if this is actually true, but, you know, it's like, and the, you know, the Falcons basically said, absolutely not. He's one of our top performers, you know, the last two weeks are some of his best games he's had here as a Falcon. So it is apparently unfounded, but if you're hearing anything out there... It's not happening, guys. I'm into it's it. It's not happening. I'm into it. You know, I just watched an interview he had, and he's like, I'm, I'm playing this year so I can win a championship. Well, <laughs> you're not going to win it on the Falcons, my friend. So I'm into this. I'd like him on the Chiefs. I mean, I don't want them to beat the Broncos, but I think that'd it's be like awesome. It's like going back to the home. You yeah. know, I mean, he was there for how many years? Like 16 years went crazy yeah. like that? Do you remember that he had his own recliner there that he got to sit in <laughs> yes. in the locker room? Yes. And everybody else had to sit on, like, benches, and he had his, like, lazy boy recliner. God, he's the man. And, you know, like... God, it's awesome. If he's going to retire, <laughs> who would have thought at the beginning of the season that the Kansas City Chiefs had more of a chance to get to the Super no Bowl one. than... No one. Yeah, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. That's good. It's, ridic- it's ridiculous. So, basically, the Falcons are out. So That's a lot of money with a lot of problems for the Falcons. <laughs> uh, we've got Matt Schaub, which we'll get into a little bit later, but clearly did not have a great game last week. But a fan actually showed up at his house to berate him at his front door. And, like, cops had to be called. <laughs> and, I mean, it's, I mean, come on. I, we all know my feelings on him. But not even I would show up at his house to literally tell him how terrible he was last week. Well, I heard they took pictures and put it up on the web of his family and stuff. Oh, yeah, people are getting, it's getting nasty. Nasty. It's just, what it's is just, wrong with these people? This is like Kyle Orton during the Tebow phase territory it's just ugly this right? is like soccer fans in europe you know it's like stabbing you with knives yeah. in the stands. 
some nuts. Yes, just- Which, by the way, if I was going to show up at a player's house, I would go to, like, I don't know, mm, Russell Wilson's house, <laughs> Tony Gonzalez's house. I mean, there are other reasons to go to someone's house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going and to Megatron's all night long. Yeah. Are you kidding? I would go to Awesomewa's house <laughs> and hang out with he and Carrie Washington, who, by the way, may be the most beautiful woman on the planet. Irrational. I mean, L- lucky your, man. If you're going to be crazy, pick the right kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Stalk no. for sexual purposes. Don't stalk to yell at somebody about how bad they are. Stop it. Get a brain. <laughs> Get a Twitter it's account. All very, it's all very the bodyguard right now. <laughs> Which I'm going to marry this and we're going to get back to more money, more problems. Because one of our um, social media questions was from E underscore Morales uh, 1804. Erica, hi. Uh, it's I wonder what at her fantasy FB will have to say about Chris Johnson's tweet blasting fantasy football players. Well, here's the thing. So crazy fans show up at people's houses. Here's the other thing, people. Don't tweet at players because you're mad that you lost your fantasy football game, okay? They're trying to win a football game, a real one. Don't tell them they should kill themselves, (laughs) which also someone did to Ray Rice because he got hurt. Get some manners, people. I'm sorry. These these are real people. Actually, on Twitter, they're really the players tweeting, which is cool. Don't ruin it for everyone else by being a jerk. That's right. That's your PSA for the day. Totally agree. (laughs) Again, it's because people can hide behind Twitter and social media because, you know, they're not going to say it face to face. They're not going to say half this crap in somebody's face, uh, except for the one guy who showed up at the doorstep, obviously. (laughs) I was say, do we give this guy props? I'm a little impressed. I'm I'm just kind of like, wow, like you you were really angry. He owns his crazy. Yeah, so that was, you know, the main stuff about more money, more problems. I think the only thing was, you know, Sandusky, not the molester, but the football coach, you know, who I believe is a Browns football coach. Is that right? That's yeah. awful. He uh, got arrested for a DUI. So it's just like more problems for the Sanduskies, more sadness. But Hernandez, that's really kind of... Hernandez was in court oh. again today as well. And they're trying to get the lawyer kicked off the case. I wasn't sure if we actually want to talk about that as he's like a moot point at this point. That's <laughs> but, just fun. Yeah, he's just trying to get the judge kicked off the case. So good luck with that, Aaron. Jerk. So, yeah. So I think we probably, you know, that covers most of it. We'll keep it somewhat short here because we've got a lot to talk about today. Any other uh, questions from tw- Twitter, Brandon? Yeah, there's this like crazy, crazy person. Uh, speaking of crazy, at Courtney, her FFP. Who is that person? <laughs> oh my gosh. Who is that person? I'm serious. She, this, is, this is a she's, serious question. She's really, this is actually a serious question. <laughs> she tweets, I'm going to start this off and ask our Twitter guru. Thank you. You're welcome. Actually, you said Twitter guru. It's okay. I do tweet. Uh, what do I do? I have Julio Jones and Calvin Johnson. Who do I pick up off the waiver wire so our mother doesn't destroy me? <laughs> Great question at Courtney, her FFB. So, uh, first of all, I think Calvin Johnson's going to be just fine. He's, he's of the Adrian Peterson ilk. They're not human. They repair better than others. I think that'll be fine. Julio, not so much. Um, this is what I would do. Percy Harvin is back practicing. 
pick him up off the waiver wire immediately. He won't play this week. He might play next week, but he is for sure playing week eight. Now, uh, you know, Pete Carroll's playing coy and saying, oh, no, I really think it's, it's hard to expect him to be back out week seven. Listen, he said 12th man, I'm back on Twitter, and he means it. I think he's possibly coming back really early, so get him. Also, Terrence Williams, wide receiver of Dallas. Miles Austin's out, and he might be out for a long time. Pick him up. He had a great game last week against Denver. They love him there. Also, if you're really desperate, Harry Douglas is the only person left Gosh, I know. on the Atlanta Falcons. I think, I think I already own him. I might have actually just dropped you him have to. for T.Y. Hilton. No, Mom picked up T.Y. No, I got him. Oh, Mom said she got him. <laughs> no, I, I, I dropped. She I put him in, I but I was him. I was higher on her. I was higher than her on the the wire, so I Ooh. got him instead of her. Ooh. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, the only other question, real quick, is that uh, uh, we're going to get into it later. Owen Daniels is out for an extended period of time, and tight ends are one of those positions where it, the going gets tough real quick. So if you're looking for a fill-in, I have three suggestions for you. Uh, number one is Garrett Graham. The backup at Houston. He's already producing. They're actually doing a ton of two tight end sets. Everyone's doing the Patriots thing except for the Patriots this year. Uh, but the Patriots yeah, aren't pick doing anything up. this year. They're, <laughs> they're not. They're barely playing. Um, also, Charles Clay from Miami. He's still not owned in a lot of leagues, and he's one of the top producers. So pick him up. And Jeff Cumberland. He's not in the top 10 right now because he was out the first two games. He was hurt. Uh, but he got 2.6 points the first game back and then 9.4 points and then 13.9 points. That's going in the right direction. Geno Smith seems to really like him. He, I think he's going to be a guy to watch. So those are my three suggestions if you're in a tight end situation. It's good stuff, Brandon. I would also say possibly Selleck, Brandon. Yeah, he's coming back up on the ranks, too. Yeah, he would have my fourth pick. He's only owned by, like, 10% of the league. Bruggy's a very frustrating player. He's a very frustrating but player. But I mean, I'll get to this later, but he actually you know, pairs up pretty well with Foles. So depending on who's actually going to be playing this week, it may not be a bad pickup. Nice. I agree. And I also like Scott Chandler from Buffalo. He's a little streaky, too, big boomer bust. But when he booms, he's like a two-touchdown guy. It's crazy. But, boy, does he bust. But he will get you zero points. <laughs> you have to know that. You just have to know. He will gotta have a roll the dice. I like yeah. it. I like it. This this game Thursday night is not gonna be much rolling of the dice, but we got New York Giants against Chicago Bears. Brandon. Oh, those Giants. Holy smokes. FYI, just in case you are insane and haven't heard the news, David Wilson is not getting you fantasy points, and this week he's out. So he will continue to not get you fantasy football points. Do not play. Uh, New York Giants, play him if you got him. Victor Cruz is the only guy. I'm sorry. Um, But you know what? He's only gotten one touchdown since his great first game where he scored three. Three touchdowns. But that's the thing. He can always get you three touchdowns, people, so you can't put him on your bench. He's a great player. Just wish everyone else would pick it up. Got call would be Hakeem Nix. Um, he had a good game last week with 142 yards, but he still hasn't gotten a touchdown the whole season. So I understand. I mean, maybe you think that they're going to blanket Cruz and that'll leave Nix open. Um, but I don't know, you guys. That's, that's why you would play him and hope that it doesn't get intercepted. And for that, good luck, because Eli Manning should be on your bench slash not on your team. Uh, 
Let me just tell you his stats. I actually wrote down, we're on strike and we refuse to talk about benching anyone until Eli Manning is benched. Let's say you're on strike. Brandon is on strike. I'm striking everyone. This is an executive decision. Uh, He has eight touchdowns on the season, 12 interceptions and two lost fumbles. That's right. Those are his stats. And Tom Coughlin's made this big scene saying, stop blaming Eli for all the losses. But it's like, I'm looking at the stats. Sorry, Tom. And I just feel like if he wasn't a Manning, he would be sitting down right now with a headset and clipboard. I know he has two Super Bowl rings, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to that, but he needs to be, like, just, it's getting miserable. So I just, just a reminder, don't play him. <laughs> Don't do it, especially against the Chicago Bears defense. This is just going to be brutal. Speaking of those Bears, Matt Forte. Ugh. Give him love. Play him and gloat about it. Do it. He's <laughs> fabulous. He's had over 11 fantasy points every game if you're in a non-PPR league. If you're in PPR, you're, like, going crazy right now. I want to make out with him, but I wouldn't show up at his house. Uh, yes, Brandon Marshall. You would. I would consider, consider showing up at his house. You'd think about it. <laughs> I am driving to Chicago tonight. Um, Brandon Marshall. Giants give up the ninth most fantasy points to wide receivers. He had a tough game last week by only having 30 yards receiving. However, he did get a touchdown. So I love the people that are complaining about this. Uh, Listen, Cutler's not going to let his boyfriend feel bad for two weeks in a row. So he's going to throw him the ball. And now the defenses have to defend Alshon Jeffrey because he's been so great for two weeks in a row. So I'm smelling a bounce back. Also, Chicago defense, don't sit them, especially against the Giants. They're a turnover machine. Alshon Jeffrey, he's up there, you guys. We have him ranked number 24, and that might be low against a Giants secondary. Just FYI, if you have him, consider starting him. And uh, this is painful, but you might want to start Jay Cutler. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I would be uh, more likely to think about showing up at Matt Forte's house than starting color. <laughs> he's going to have a good week, you like, guys. I know. He has the best him. matchup ever. It's fine. It's just, it hurts. It hurts. But I'm putting him in there. Uh, and you know what? As far as bench warmers go, there are no bench warmers on Chicago. Start everybody. Start their kicker. Start them all. You're welcome. I would almost start Matt, Michael Bush. It's crazy. <laughs> but they might have junk time. Yeah, I know. It's getting crazy. Uh, my pick is the Chicago Bears because only the Jaguars at the Broncos is more ridiculous than this particular game. Brandon's hatred for the Giants is rather amusing. I live here, so all I get is this press. <laughs> it's just, I'm over it. They looked better last week, the Giants. Throw a little love there. They looked a little better. They played against like the worst defense in the league. But they looked better better (laughs) (laughs) that's like saying St. Louis beat the Jaguars so you're saying there's a chance Um, I'm also going to go Bears I think this is kind of a no brainer I can't wait for the week where it's not a no brainer against the Giants So, because I think it's coming this just isn't that week yeah I agree the Bears I don't think there's really any discussion about it it's going to be the Bears all right, Sunday morning starts off with Cincinnati Bengals at Buffalo Bills. The Bengals. Uh, your starters are A.J. Green. 
He, you know, is still a st- starter despite his recent performances. I mean, the last two weeks have been a little rough, you know, with 11 points combined and only 12 targets in the last two games put together. Um, but the Patriots, you know, hadn't allowed a touchdown to wide receiver since week one. So that, you know, weak performance isn't entirely surprising. Uh, as for this week's matchup against the Bills, you know, he should fare much better as they allow the second most points to wide receivers. So if you're an A.J. Green owner, you should be very happy right now. Uh, you know, the Bengals defense, you know, have racked up the six most fantasy points for defenses. So this means that you have to play them. The Bengals are playing Buffalo this week, which is right in the middle of the pack in terms of, you know, giving up points to defenses. So I think you can start them with confidence. For my gut calls... Giovanni Bernard and Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, like every single week, you know, it's it's a tricky, just very tricky situation. Green okay. Ellis has nearly double the touches that Bernard has, but Bernard has 4.8 yards per carry, whereas Green Ellis has 3.5 per carry. You know, Green Ellis has one more touchdown than Bernard, you know, with Bernard's fumble last week and Green Ellis pushing through the goal line for a touchdown. You know, I don't see Bernard getting, you know, the rock in the red zone all that much, quite honestly. You know, when you look at the running back by committee in the dictionary, you're going to see a picture of both these guys. So for me, they're a good flex option, but I wouldn't put them as an RB1 or RB2 personally because you just you aren't going to know who's actually going to do well that week. Bench warmers, Andy Dalton, my friends. You may have many other mm. better options. I know, um, you know, you would never dig this deep intentionally. Seriously, there are 22 other quarterbacks with more fantasy points. You would have to bench your starter. And then bench your backup, and then maybe think about playing. <laughs> then you'd be the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Bills or the Vikings. Oh, you know. it's so good. Yeah, it's so don't good. don't don't do it, guys. Just don't do it. Um, I'm picking the Bengals to win this matchup because EJ Manuel's out, and that should help. So he's so handsome. EJ? Yeah. Have you seen him? No. Mm-mm. Handsome guy, huh? Looks like a man. Yeah. Nice. He's only 23, though. I was like, oh, whoops. Well, Buffalo Bills, you want to talk about running back by committee. You're going to start both of those running backs, Mr. Fred Jackson and C.J. Spiller. I like Fred Jackson over C.J. Spiller. We have C.J. Spiller ranked a little bit higher. Listen, Fred Jackson is still only owned by 78% of leagues, people. Pick him up. I I don't know what I need to tell you. He has scored more than 10 points in every game. You know, it's it's crazy to me. He had 53 yards rushing and two touchdowns, another 40 yards receiving last week against Cleveland's tough rush defense. I mean, come on. Cesar Spiller is questionable for Sunday's game, but he's going to play. He he rushed for 66 yards. Um, one of those was a 54-yard touchdown. I mean, the man is unstoppable as well. And newsflash, there's nobody else on the Buffalo Bills, so... They're going to get the ball all the time until they puke, right? Is that what the quote was at the beginning <laughs> of the season? <laughs> yep. yep. You could call maybe Scott Chandler. I've got him ranked at 18th, so, I mean, it's going to be a deep league. But, you know, we have some injuries. He might be a pickup. He might, he might be able to score some points this week against the Bengals. No guarantees. But if you got somebody on a bye – Gonzalez, really. I don't know who the tight end is for Miami. You're going to want to play. Charles Clay is great. Oh, that's true. Charles Clay. So if you've got either one of those, you, you might want to play Chandler this week. Stevie Johnson is questionable, and he's not good. 
So, seeing how we just now signed Thaddeus Lewis to be the quarterback for the Bills, I don't feel comfortable going with a deep wide receiver like Stevie Johnson. So, if you haven't gotten the news, EJ Manuel's out. Bencham, if you were ever going to play him anyways. I'm hoping that Castle gets drafted to the Bills. I want to see him uh, play some football here. I like Castle. I need to pull up my vintage Castle jersey. You, you don't want to see him in a Vikings uniform? Well, not if Freeman's going to be wearing one. <laughs> my money is going on the Bengals. I don't think it's really going to be much of a contest this week. By the way, I'm loving Fred Jackson right now. He is winning me games. I have him in other leagues. I am just loving it. Uh, you know what? Last week was the first week that I won in all four leagues, and I started like the Danny Woodheads, Willis McGahees, Fred Jacksons, all the not sexy people. And let me tell you, when they're making points, they're sexy. So I'm loving it. I'm going to go Bengals because of great named Thaddeus Lewis. Uh, first, first game against that defense, I don't like it. I don't like it. But it's hard to like it's it. hard to pick against CJ Spiller, Fred Jackson, love making that's going on in that backfield. I know, I know, it makes me Ugh, sad. It is. Well, Detroit Lions at Cleveland Browns, man, that was not nice Sunday morning waking up and finding out Calvin Johnson was out. Yeah, it was an unpleasant way that to was, start the it day. It was really mean. It was really mean. I had really, <laughs> I had really nice cinnamon rolls, bacon in the oven, and then bam, I got slammed, bam. slammed right across the face. Now listen. If Calvin Johnson plays, which I heard he was going to, he almost played last week, so he should be in. He's going to obviously be a must start. He's not going to be just a Roddy White down the field. They're going to throw to him because they have nobody else to throw to. I put gut calls Matthew Stafford and Reggie Bush simply because if Megatron does not play, these two people's value goes down drastically. We saw this last week. Matthew Stafford has very little people to throw to. He had still had 262 yards and a touchdown without his boyfriend, Megatron. So that's, you know, decent. He still got you 14.38 points. But oh, this week's going to be tough. Reggie Bush is going to get totally pushed in the backfield. He's not going to be able to put up many points. He got 6.9 points for you last week for the second time this year, Bush. I just, Megatron, we need you. We need you, and then all three of them are must plays. And bench warmers. All other running backs for Detroit. It's not, no. Bell's mm. sad. What, you disagree? You like Bell? Brandon, you like you Bell? You I love my misfit toys. Me too. Joik. I just like saying Joik. <laughs> Joik. I just like saying Joik Bell. I like. I may name my kid. I may name my, my next kid Joik. Your next kid? When, where was the first one? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I missed that? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Talk about it. Okay, that's understandable. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, there's no kid. I like it. Uh, but when there is a kid, it may be joy. I'm thinking the Browns because I just feel like the Browns are coming out of nowhere with wins. You know? Like, I, I, just, I, just, mm, I just can't bet against them. Against the Browns? Yeah. Is it because the Browns' defense is fairly decent? It's, it's, and I always go for the defensive team. I do. You go for the defensive I team. Do. Well, we've got Jordan Cameron. You know, I, I know, I know you are thinking, how can Cameron still be a must start with Hoyer out? He did only get three points last week, which I can tell you I was very frustrated with. But you know, yes, I am a little concerned. But we have to remember that he is the third highest scoring touch, you know, tight end. 
and he looked pretty darn good in the preseason with Brandon Whedon at the helm. So given, you know, a week of practice, hopefully they've worked out the kinks out. You can expect big numbers, you know, like always from Cameron. You know, don't hit the panic button quite yet. Sit tight. He was a little bit injured, but I haven't seen anything saying he's not going to be playing, so I wouldn't be worried about that. Uh, Josh Gordon. You know, keep in mind that Josh Gordon was suspended and didn't start playing till week three. So, you know, don't be dissuaded to start him when you see that he isn't a top 15 receiver for the season. You know, that's because he was suspended, so he didn't have those points that week. He would, If he would have played all those games, you know, had another good week scoring like last week with 14 points, 86 yards and four catches, he definitely would be in the top 10. We got him ranked top. We got him ranked number 10. He's a player. Right. He's good, yeah. But, but when you're looking at, you know, actual, like, total points they've scored this year, he won't be in that. But that's because, you know, he was suspended. Um, he's going to be up, you know, against a less than impressive secondary in Detroit. So I would, you know, be expecting, you know, him to be flashing down the field. Not a problem at all. Gut calls, you know, I'm going to say the defense. With the Browns, I feel like it's either, like, you start them or you don't. There's not a whole lot of in-between here. But with the defense... You know, they do have the third most fantasy points among defenses, period. You know, and I don't think mm-hmm. most people saw that coming this year. You know, their lowest scoring week thus far, you know, has still gotten you seven points. You know, and trust me, people, that is not a number to be angry with. So now this week they'll be suing up against the Lions, who have given up the seventh fewest points to defenses. So, you know, expect single-digit numbers here this week. So that's why I'm saying they're kind of a gut check. Um, and I think a lot of it's going to depend on Megatron's coming back. So for me, it's a gut check on that one. Uh, the bench, um, Brandon Whedon. I think that should go without saying, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't even consider starting Whedon. He did have one touchdown, but he only threw for 197 yards. You know, he is not starting caliber, and do not try to talk yourself into thinking he could be. Um, I would like to start a redhead as well, but they just aren't playing well this year, guys. Dalton That's Whedon, true. bench him. Our, our redheads are out. Out. Very sad. Out. Uh, I also, you know, wouldn't start any of the running backs. You know, don't start anybody who's lined up in the backfield mm. for this team. You disagree, what about Brent? Willis I thought you were making a bowel movement. I don't love it. I don't love it. <laughs> you know? He got me 13 points last week. He did. He had a good week last week. I'm into it. Like, I don't know. I'm not the into running it. running back is so you guys ugly might be this into year. It. I'm not into it. Like, I'm not you're like, into mm, it. I can't wait for it. But I'm like... You're not like forte into it, but you're you're pretty into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I vote no. You can vote yes. I don't like you know old old McGahee going up against Sue, but that's just me. Uh, this is a tough one, but for the fact that Whedon's in, I'm gonna go with Lions for winning this one. Bam. This is my favorite type of game. It is a fantasy orgy, <laughs> and it's going to get slippery. <laughs> oh, you went there. I did. Oh. I would start everybody. It's an explosion kind of game. It's going it's a to lot of fluid be references right now. just <laughs> disturbing. If you don't have paper towels, go to Costco. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Too far? Too I far. just got a bunch of paper towels at Costco. Um, <laughs> listen, I won a game with McGahey last week, and I think he looks a lot better. I'm, I'm, eh, maybe it's just me, and the running backs are so terrible this year, and I am really desperate in some leagues because I have Ridley and Wilson in one of my leagues. I'm 
don't worry, I'm punishing myself. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I'd like to say I would pick the Lions if Megatron plays Cleveland if he doesn't, but I don't play like that. I pick people's. I'm picking upset victory by the Browns. Browns. I like it. You think that's, you think that's the upset? The Browns is the upset here? Yeah, if Megatron's in, the Lions are fantastic. Their offense is great. They are. Win Megatron's They are great. They are great. I have Megatron and Stafford, so I need them to be great this week, seeing how Julio's down. Next game, Oakland Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, no surprise here. There's no must-starts for the Oakland Raiders. But I will say, gut calls, Denarius Moore and Rod Streeter. Rod Streeter, pick him up, guys. I'm telling you, he's going to have a game this week. I don't know why I feel this way, but Moore is only owned by 64% of leagues, and I think I think he's a it's good crazy. pickup, too. I think he's a play. Yeah. Not only is the, he the clear number one wide receiver for Oakland, but after his game against Kansas, he plays Pittsburgh. Pick him up. Moore had 84 yards and one touchdown last week. That's not bad. I like that. I'm into that. I need a wide receiver. Kansas. Are you Forte into that? No, I'm not. No, I mean he still plays for the Raiders. I'm not there yet, <laughs> but like, come on. Are using Forte as like the barometer right now? I do. I how like into that. It you are. I like that. Okay. Um, you know, Kansas City is a hard defense to go against. You know, but they leave just a little bit of wiggle room with the receivers. So, with that said, Streeter had 56 yards and a touchdown last week against San Diego's awful defense. But I like Streeter in this matchup as well. So he might even have a better week. I don't know. We'll see. Bench Terrell Pryor, though. Kansas is going to – he's going to do well, but he's not going to do that well to be your starter this week against Kansas. Now, Rashad Jennings and Marcel Reese bench him this week as well just because of their matchup. We have him ranked 36 and 37, but – I don't see him getting that many yards <laughs> this week, so bench him. My pick, because I love him. I love him till they lose. Kansas City Chiefs. So I know the Raiders aren't my team, but Terrell Pryor should be owned in every league. If, you, if he's available, he should be your backup. He's the real deal. He is the real I deal. Just to say he that. is. I'm just saying this week against the Chiefs. No, I completely agree with this week. That's why he'd be a great pickup this week because no one's going to pay attention because you're not going to play him this the week. The Raiders are a good pickup, people. I know that they're the Raiders, but they're good pickups, except people, game. except the running game. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, speaking of Matt Forte love, <laughs> if I could have an Adrian Peterson, Jamal Charles, LaShawn McCoy, and Matt Forte Island, that's where I'd live. <laughs> And if you have who's, any of who's those on guys, your island? LaShawn McCoy, okay, yeah. Matt Forte, mm-hmm. Jamal Charles, and Adrian Peterson. But who's keeping you warm at night? AP. He's he's the teddy he bear. Is. Of course, of course. Like, Nobody's killed cheeks. Mm. His head's so small. I'm LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Wow, <laughs> that's good. The only Ashley could find a minor flaw in Adrian Peterson. I wouldn't say it's minor. <laughs> it's minor in size. Moving on. We are losing our minds tonight. I love it. Uh, this is what happens Charles. when I don't drink on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Jamal Charles has blisters on his feet. And never before people have been so interested in the status of blisters, but 
We don't care. With or without blisters, this guy's fabulous. But if you saw the twit pic, get it out of your mind and pretend you didn't see that. It's disgusting. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> listen, he's, uh, you know, Oakland's tough against the run, actually. They give up the 10th fewest fantasy points to running backs, but no one cares. Charles will prevail. Uh, Donnie Avery and Dwayne Bow. Gosh, you know, we have Dwayne Bow ranked above Avery. <sighs> Who does that? I don't know. It's I do. It's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think there's a chemistry problem here. I'm not quite sure what's going on. Somehow Alex Smith keeps getting points, but Dwayne Bow doesn't get points. I don't it's know a how mystery. It's the check down. Alex Smith is the check down master. He's not going to air it out to Bow. It's not going to well, happen. He seems to air it out to Jamal Charles. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So it's true. I don't... I mean, whatever. It's happening, and I'm disturbed by it. However, Alex Smith against the Oakland defense, listen, I mean. I like it. If Matt Ryan's on a bye, he's your guy. I'd pick up Alex Smith, big time. Uh, he's also really great at Arrowhead, and they're at home. So go for it. Uh, bench warmers, Sean McGrath. Uh, he's the 25th ranked tight end. He's kind of stepped it up a little bit. The good news is that he's actually on the bench now. We are going to say his name on the show. This is a first. <laughs> Uh, also, he has an epic beard. It's a conversation starter, people. Check it out. The neck beard is outrageous. It's awesome. Um, it's awesome. He's awesome. So, anyway, my, my pick is the Kansas City Chiefs, but I actually feel like this will be close. I think Oakland is a little scary, and not just because of their costumes. <laughs> Ashley, who's your pick? Ah, Chiefs. Chiefs. But I agree, it is a scary game. Oakland's like that team that's like just not quite good enough to win, but good enough to be like a serious threat every single week. And someone you know, teams have to definitely prep for. So you actually saw San Diego's soul die a little bit last week. They were like, Oh, they're this good? You're like, Oh, oh, oh. oh." All right, ladies, I I got a question for you. If Megatron does not play, do I play Alex Smith over Stafford? Maybe. Yes, Yes, right? yes. Yes. Okay, good. Thank you. I answered your questions, but I, I, I felt it. So, yeah. Ugh, it's sad. Carolina Panthers <laughs> at Minnesota Vikings. I'm sorry. That Detroit game is going to mess me up until the second they kick that ball off. Carolina Panthers, Brandon. All right. Let's keep this quick. Carolina Panthers. No one's a must start. Sorry. Disappointing <laughs> game last week. I mean, there's that, some bubble players. Uh, I'll get They're, to you talk about Cam. Oh, yeah. So, Cammy Cam. Cammy Cam Cam. Cammy can't. Cammy, Cammy can't. <laughs> oh my Jerk. goodness. He's so frustrating. And I just, He's off my the first island. line is we yeah. simply <laughs> cannot, in good faith, continue to tell people that Cam Newton is a must start. I'm sorry. We have a responsibility to you people. He's worth a pause every week because you don't know what guy you're going to get. And this week he went back to his really odd sideline behavior where he's pouting and he's weird and he sits with this you know, towel over his head. I don't know what's going on, but I will tell you, um, that I would pause because the Vikings are coming off a bye week and a win. So I, I don't know too many unknowns to play without thinking. So check it out. If you have a better option plan, you wanted to say something though, Ashley, go ahead. Do you have anger? Cam in your soul? I have beyond anger in my soul, because let me tell you who I have. I have Cam Newton and Sam Bradford. Oh, <laughs> Oh, the anger inside of me 
I can't, I, I can't, I wish I could bottle it up and sell it to somebody because I'd make so much money. It is just infuriating because I have started them each on the wrong week. And Cammy, Cammy can't, can't get his crap together. Cammy, six points last week? Cammy. Six, six points? Carson, he, my husband, started him in two leagues as well. And it was a really emotional Sunday. Ugh. I would be on that island, and it could be just me and Cam, and we'd be borderline about to freeze to death, and we have a sleeping bag, and I still wouldn't invite him in. <laughs> nope. <laughs> You're nope. Superman. You stay out in the cold. And I you know am, what? I you write. can feel that way as long as you don't tweet him directly and tell him to die. <laughs> okay? That's etiquette. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> D'Angelo Williams. Gosh, you guys. Wow. Talk about mediocrity. Boom. There you have it, people. Listen, everyone this year is saying, my running back is terrible. You know what? You're not alone. Everyone is terrible. D'Angelo Williams continues getting like 9.1, 9.8 points. He's right under that 10-point range that you're always trying to shoot for with your running backs. Um, they, the Vikings have given up the third most fantasy points to running backs. So if you think Cam isn't going to just run himself, then he's worth a play. If you think that's crazy talk then don't do it. However, Graham Gano, their kicker, I would actually uh, use him. I think this is going to be a close game. I think they're going to kick field goals because they need points. So it's just a hunch. Uh, bench warmers, Greg Olson's in a walking boot, people. FYI. So he, he might be okay. He might not be. Just putting that out there. And then all the wide receivers. You might not know this, but um, Ted Ginn Jr. Is, has the most fantasy points out of all the wide receivers this season for the Panthers. I was like, oh, you don't period. know who he is? Yeah. yeah. He has 221 yards and two touchdowns total. Don't play anyone. Uh, I'm going to pick the Vikings. I don't know why. I think I always pick them. But you know what? Cam needs to figure out how to win games on a consistent basis. So there you go. I'm still angry. I can, I don't, I'm able to contain myself. I talk about the Vikings. I'm so mad at Cam still. Uh <laughs> The Vikings. So, you know, you play him if you got him. Adrian Peterson, this is obvious. You know, a well-rested AP coming off a bye week is something that is just straight scary, people. Scary if you happen to be the person playing against him this week. So if you are the person lucky enough to have AP on your fantasy team, you can breathe again now that his bye week is over and you probably had a fairly rough week last week without him. He's going up against a mediocre defense and a defense that looked downright horrible last week. So feel good about AP this week. In fact, just start gloating right now. Period. You know it's going to be a huge, huge week. Greg Jennings. On your island. Not in my sleeping bag. Too small of a head. I've never noticed that. Me neither. Look, look, look next week. There's something weird, like smushy in the face. <laughs> he's, he's, he's no Calvin, but he's perfect. Oh my god. Well, yeah, so put a helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Jennings, the man of mystery. Uh, it's like you were in hiding the first three weeks, scoring a combined total of 15 points, and then hello. 21 points in week four. But just because his former Old Spice flame likes to keep it interesting, it had to be right before their bye week so we can sit here and wonder if he will do it again. <sighs> He's going up against the Panthers, who have given up the 10th least points to wide receivers. But perhaps Ponder will be fine to keep his job, or Castle's going to be going in. They're not quite sure who's going to be starting at this point. And with the arrival of Freeman, it may give... Whoever's starting a little bit extra attention to Greg Jennings to, you know, try to prove something. I don't know. I, I don't feel super great about it. 
bench warmers. I had Christian Ponder listed, and then I'm like, maybe Castle, maybe Freeman. I don't know. There's your problem right oh. there. Don't start any of them. Nobody knows. It's up in the air. People are hurt. We got Freeman coming in. It's just all sorts of controversy. Don't do it. Don't touch it. And then Kyle Rudolph. You know, the man has scored a total of 14 points all season and has only been targeted 12 times. This is a waste of your time. Look elsewhere, especially when he's playing against a team that has allowed the second least points to tight ends. Just don't do it. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to go Panthers, guys. I'm going Panthers on this. I think uh, Cammy Cammy Cant was a little embarrassed last week, as he should be, and may bounce back. Maybe bouncy back on my bench. Yes, I like that, Ashley. And I'm I'm with you. I like crybaby Cammy. I'm I'm going with him. I'm going I'm picking him. Over the Vikings. Well, I have a feeling I'm gonna lose this bet, but that's okay. Now I bet a bet. <laughs> I'm going for the Jets. I'm just saying it right now out loud so we can start off there. The Pittsburgh Steelers at the New York Jets. Great. So the Steelers, uh, you know what, you guys, Antonio Brown's having a sneaky great season. As a wide receiver, if you have him, you play him. Uh, the Jets have given up the 15th most fantasy points. It puts them right in the middle of the pack. Uh, but you know what? I think that Brown consistently proves that he's a reliable player. So definitely play him, especially if you're in a PPR league because um, Roethlisberger trusts him. Uh, gut calls Le'Veon Bell great opening season or opening game, right? He comes off this, like, you know, Liz Frank injury and he gets 57 yards rushing, 27 yards passing, and two touchdowns. Hello. Welcome yep. to the NFL. Uh, I'm just going to say buyer beware on this. He's going up against the solid Jets defense. So it's going to be a little bit of a wake-up call. Don't drop him. Love him. Everything's fine with this guy. But just, I don't know. If you have better options this week, you wouldn't be crazy. Benchwarmer's Big Ben. I mean, for non-scientific analysis, uh, he looks slow. <laughs> Just not moving the way he used to. And I don't know what's going on with their offense. And the Jets' defense is just on point. So that's a terrible combination for fantasy starters. So, And listen, listen he's had at least one turnover in every game so far. I think the Jets are going to be really into that. Start someone else. Uh, also, bench uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Jericho Cotchery. Why? Did you know Jer- Jericho Cotchery has more points than Emmanuel Sanders? It's yeah, crazy. Nuts. Just, just putting that out there, you guys. Like, every once in a while, really look at what the points are, and you might be shocked on who's still on your team. Uh, yeah, I, you know, you can pass more than you can run on the Jets, and probably one of them's going to score. I'm just being honest with you, but no one can tell you who that'll be. So. I don't know. Uh, New York Jets, no one's a must-start because they play as a team, which is great for the fans and the team as a whole, but it's just not big for fantasy owners. Uh, Gut call, listen, you can run on the Steelers. They give up the most fantasy points to running backs this season. Bilal Powell had his worst game last week. I know. I played him too. It hurt. But Rex Ryan does like the ground and pound, and he's going to take this opportunity to do just that. So I think, bold statement, touchdown or two. Mm-hmm. Bench Geno Smith. He actually has a seesaw fantasy scoring pattern. It's he goes from plus twenty points to a single digit game, plus twenty points, mm-hmm. single digit game. Last week he was plus twenty points. Welcome to single digit game. Don't do it. Uh, and then all their wide receivers. Who even knows who's going to be playing? They don't have a go to guy. Eh. My pick though is the New York Jets because I think they're just winning to piss people off, and I'm into it. <laughs> I like that. I like it. And I already said, I'm picking the Jets. 
Going the Jets on this? I'm also going the Jets. I feel like I've been a doubter of the Jets all season long. And they're, like, they're, they're legit. They're a Sneaky. good team. I think it's because, again, like you're saying, Brian, fantasy-wise, there's not a whole lot going on with the Jets other than maybe their defense. But as no. far as, like, winning games, you know, it's it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Hey, guys, I just want to throw this out there again. Make sure you listen to us on Now Block Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network. We're on there. We're excited to be part of the family. We love them. Come love us, too. Hearts and hugs. Hearts and hugs. Philadelphia Eagles at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, you know, LaShawn McCoy obviously is a must-star. You know, I don't want you to be scared of playing McCoy because he is going up against the second-best run defense in the league. You know, don't don't even think about it. Just put it out of your head. You know, the Bucks haven't played great rushing teams, you know, really so far this season. So I feel like that stat's a little bit skewed, you know. McCoy will get the ball a lot, and he's only had one week where he didn't score you double-digit points. You know, he will be getting around, you know, 20 touches in my opinion. You know, I mean, he has the ball that much in his hands. Magic happens, people. Play him. Play LeSean McCoy. Deshaun Jackson. You know, it appeared that Deshaun Jackson didn't seem to miss a beat with Vic leaving the game. So don't pay too much attention to who is actually going to be the starting quarterback right now. He will start, you know, tar- you know, he got targeted seven times, ran for 132 yards, 19 points in one game between two different quarterbacks. You know, I'd say you have nothing to worry about here. The only thing, you know, that you might need to concern yourself with is that he is going to be playing, you know, you know, against Daryl Revis, the island. So, you know, he is as good as ever, and he will slow Jackson down a little bit, but Jackson will still score points. Gut calls. Michael Vick, again, we're all up in the air. Nobody's quite sure just how injured he is, if he's actually going to be playing. He, you know, was practiced today in full pads, but he was limited. So, you know, we're not really sure. Um, you know, he scored 11 points last week in just one half, so that's, you know, pretty good. Um but again, we're not really sure what's happening. So for me, it's not worth risking it. Just don't even go there. Bench warmers, Brent Selleck. This is a tough one, guys. You know, my bench for the week ended up is kind of maybe gonna be a gut check here a little bit because you're gonna need to see who's actually gonna be lined up behind the center that day of the game. When Foles is in, Selleck is money. When Vic is in, eh, not so, so much. You know, like Chip Kelly's offense just doesn't really seem to find Selleck at all, which is a little bit weird. He's only been targeted 10 times all year. You know, and he's going up against the sixth worst defense at keeping tight ends quiet. You know, and the problem is that Selleck has been practically a mute other than the opening game and last week. So for me, it's a little too risky for your potential reward unless, again, like we had talked about earlier in the podcast, you're in a position where you have one of your tight ends go down, then he might be worth, you know, making a stretch for my pick, guys, I'm going to – the Bucks are like a weird combo of being, like, better than you think they are and a nightmare, like, all at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, it's just weird. It's a tornado. You know, I'm going to go with the less – slightly less nightmarish option in the Eagles. Well, you know, listen, I was asked today about sneaky defenses, and Tampa Bay is one of them. They're averaging over 10 points a game. Yeah. And they've played against some great offenses. So I think that there's some interesting stuff going on. Revis had his first interception uh, in week four before their bye. And I don't know if you know this, but Deshaun Jackson has a death wish. I don't know if you heard this. He actually was interviewed and said, I'm sure his coaches are confident in him about Revis, but I don't think he can run with me. I don't think he's as fast as me. Okay. <laughs> I will start Tampa Bay's defense. <laughs> People get angry about these things. He actually did compliment him and he went on. It was fine. But, you know, man, interviews, they'll get you every time. 
It's yep. gotcha media. Gotcha. Um, Doug Martin. They must get this guy the ball. This is not a Ridley or Wilson situation. They like him. They do want to use him. They're not trying to punish him. He, he's due for a breakout game. He has r- gone against some of the toughest run defenses in the league, the Jets, the Arizona Cardinals, New England Patriots, and the New Orleans Saints. They're actually some of the best defenses. So I think the rest of his schedule looks better, so don't stop believing in him. Uh, Vincent Jackson and Mike Williams, gee, I don't know, because they have Mike Lennon. And by the way, you're not starting Mike Lennon. (laughs) No. So there you go. Uh, I'm going to pick the Philadelphia Eagles because Greg Schiano, what a mess. I don't know what's going on with that organization. So that's my pick. I like it, and I agree with you. I'm going the Eagles, even with Vic out. I just feel like they're the better team overall. So there's that. The Green Bay Packers at the Baltimore Ravens. Now, this, I think, is going to be a good game. Yeah, I mean, definitely should be a game historically for sure, but they kind of have been both kind of odd this season. You know, I mean, you still got to start Aaron Rodgers. You know, I thought he would have done a little better than he has by now. You know, but he's been steady, which is more I can say for some of our other vet quarterbacks. I'm looking at you, Brady. Uh, you know, he completed 20 of 30 Brady. passes. <laughs> right. And threw for 274 yards last week against the Lions, including a long bomb down the field to James. And it was really nice to see, you know, Rodgers chucking the ball down the field again. So, for me, he's a must-start. Also, you know, the wide receiver trio, Randall Cobb, James Jones, Jordy Nelson. You know, I would start any and all of these guys. Baltimore's a good defense, but they are the 12th worst defense defending wide receivers. So, you know, now when you have a team that is so deep with receivers like the Packers, you're going to have a little bit of a matchup issue here defending them. So for me, I like the trio of the Packers a lot this week. Eddie Lacy put in my gut call like we expected. He did okay last week. He had 99, you know, rushing yards and no touchdowns, but 99 is pretty good still. So, you know, it's for me, it's a gut check for the pure fact that he's going to, uh, you know, attempt rushing against the number one defense against the run. So I don't love that. Packers D, you know, for me, it's a bit of a gut check. I, I have them ranked 23, so you really shouldn't be playing them anyway. But no, <laughs> you know, but I just want to point out that Clay Matthews is injured. He hurt his thumb. And so he's a big piece of the puzzle for them. So for me, it's, it's not a great week for them. But I don't know who else you have on your team. Uh, so I think I would put them basically on the bench. And I'd also bench your Michael Finley. You know, for me, you know, he is not the week for Finley owners. He's coming off an injury and some less than stellar performances, scoring a total of three points and two points, you know, last games combined. And the Ravens have only allowed three touchdowns to tight ends all season. So I don't find that very encouraging for Finley. With all that said, and as much crap as I've given Baltimore all year, I'm going to go with Baltimore on this one. Wow. Baltimore. The Ooh. Ravens. The Ravens. Play them if you got them. Ray Rice. Duh. I mean, with Clay Matthews out, I mean, it's just really going to open up everything for the Ravens. I mean, they've had a, you know, up and down season, but you can't, you can't not play Ray Rice. He's your man. And with basically no tight end, I mean, who else is going to get the touches? Ray Rice. You're in. <laughs> Tory Smith. We have him ranked number six. He has yet to screw you over. He's not, like, been putting up huge points every week, but uh, he's He's not losing your week. He's not losing it. You're going to play him. He's consistent, people, and that in fantasy is gold. Right, Brandon? That's right. You know, I love it. Justin Tucker, you little 
Mm-hmm. I dropped you in week three because I felt like you were not my man. Well, I lost out. You're actually pretty good. Darn it. <laughs> um, he's good, guys. I play, play him this week. I like him. Now, gut calls. I'm putting Flacco in gut calls just just for fun. Generous. I know. Poor Flacco. Um, Is it because you haven't talked about him, like, all season? I know. I know. It's it's our moment. Uh, yeah, he's <laughs> definitely not your Super Bowl champion quarterback uh, that you drafted in fantasy if you did draft him. Hopefully you knew better before the draft. But, um, you know, Vic's out. You know, Matt Ryan's on a bye. We got some quarterback confusion going on in the NFL. You might need Flacco. I don't know. He only scored you 10 points last week. I'm thinking he's going to have a better mm. week this week, you guys. I'm seeing some, you know, Torrey Smith, Ray Rice pass touchdowns here. So we'll see. Now, Dallas Clark, we have said it before, and we will say it again. <laughs> Drop him. Don't need to play him. He's owned in 11% of leagues. What is wrong with you, 11%? What is wrong with you? Zero catches. This is like the eight percent of people uh, that approve of Congress. Oh yes, yeah. exactly. Who are those eight percent of people? Who are you? Zero yards. Shut down, zero catches. People. Zero targets. Last week. That's enough said. Zero love. Get him off your team. But with that said, I'm still gonna go Ravens because I like their defense better, and I'm a defensive yeah. girl. Well, you know, I also want to just point out to people i did see people playing bernard pierce last week he's back to being a backup people get him out of your starting lineup unless ray rice is gone sorry that's just crazy talk um i'm gonna mix it up and i'm gonna go with green bay i think rogers is due for a monster game and uh i don't know let's give him something to talk about i was gonna sing for you that song i was gonna sing right after you said that it's interesting what's that movie with julia roberts and dennis quaid where they dance to that song at the end Oh, I don't. You're talking a movie about? I would never see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an it's awesome like movie. It's always a TBS special that's always on. It's you know, awesome movie. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. <gasps> it was a Lifetime movie that made it to the theater. Yep, exactly. It's a step above Lifetime. <laughs> maybe, not the Craigs- maybe not the Craigslist killer movie. That one was legit. <laughs> and Dick and Liz with Lindsay Lohan. Oh, man. I, I'm, I'm embarrassed for you people listing those off. Um... Let's move on to an embarrassing game in itself. The St. Louis Rams at Houston Texans. Sadly, uh, no one knows what's going on in St. Louis at all. Uh, The players don't know. They're all over the map. So when it comes to fantasy starters, you need consistency and or a great matchup, and you get neither this week. So there are no must-starts. Uh, Zach Stacy, all of the fantasy sites in the world is telling—they're all telling you to pick up Zach Stacy. Sure, I mean, why not? You could do worse. Uh, Jeff Fisher did confirm that Stacy will remain the starter this week, uh, but you know what? As the starter, he only rushed for 78 yards, no touchdown. There has still been no rushing touchdown in St. Louis. Take that as you will. Uh, bench warmers, Jared Cook, la bye bye. It's time to drop him. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but <laughs> since his stellar premiere, he has not found the end zone, and he's never gone over 45 yards. Literally. I want you to say it on? properly, Brandon. It's hasta la bye-bye. <laughs> hasta la bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> Back to the um, future. I, I don't even understand. And 
bench all of the wide receivers. Houston Texans are giving up the fewest fantasy points to wide receivers in the whole league. So considering none of them have asserted themselves as the number one person, you don't need to have any of them in your lineup. I'm picking the Houston Texans, Shab or no Shab. The Rams are just really struggling, and I need them to find an identity before I pick them. I did notice, Brian, you did not mention Sam Bradford at all. Because the show runs long, and why? <laughs> I love he doesn't even make the bench. It's just, it should be assumed at this point. Until Moving it's on. not, and then it's frustrating. Uh, <laughs> for the Texans, Arian Foster, guys, not a sexy week last week, but still landing the top 14 running back scores overall, you know, and he has the eighth most fantasy points thus far with running backs. So to me, this is a no brainer. Play him. And be excited to go up against the Rams, who have allowed the third most points to running back. So this should be a very good week for Mr. Foster. Gut calls. Andre Johnson. You know, this one pains me a little bit to write because I love him so much, and he is not even, you know, in the top 30 fantasy scoring receivers at the moment, which is shocking. Um, so if you're in a league where you got three receivers, then I would say, yeah, absolutely start him. If you're in a two-receiver league, then I would maybe somewhat think about it. He is going up against the fifth worst secondary defend, you know, defense right now, so it could be a decent week. But my main issue rides with the fact that we're not sure about the quarterback situation, which brings me to my bench warmers. Ah, Matt Schaub. Back to my bench list where he belongs. <laughs> All right, let's put my personal feelings aside here like slightly. He had a horrible game last week, guys, throwing three interceptions, and he was pulled out in the fourth quarter against the 49ers, whose defense hasn't even been that great this year. You know, Kubiak has said that Schaub is in an, an evaluation process, and that does not bode well for him or for anybody with the team right now other than possibly the running backs where it won't really be affected. So for me, don't touch this one. I think Kubiak just, said this was a tough decision, a really tough decision. decision. <laughs> and that's why he showed up at his house. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was Kubiak. They, I knew it was him. They neglected to mention the fan was Kubiak. No. But... <laughs> Uh, a little shout out to you guys. Owen Daniels is out like we talked about, so do not play him. Get him out of your lineup. So for me, uh, only because Bradford decided to play again last week, naturally when he was on my bench, um, I think I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go Rams. <laughs> wow. That's funny. Um, uh, <laughs> listen, I think both. That's I think funny. both teams are losers, and I don't like calling anybody a loser, but they're both losers. But I'm still gonna go with Houston just because. I mean, it's the Rams, but I like that you're going Rams, Ashley. I'm doing it. I'm going Rams. Gonna be one person in the world. Oh. On it. And are you gonna be the one person on this matchup too, Ashley? We got the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Denver Broncos. Time will tell. Listen. I view this game a lot differently than other people, and this is why. The Oakland Raiders scored a lot of points against the Denver Broncos in fantasy land, and therefore, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I believe, are going to score a few points here. I'm saying play them if you got them. I've got two for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and this might be the only time. Justin Blackman, people, he came back. He's here. We love him. Love it. 67-yard touchdown. What? What? First touch, touchdown? Jaguars receiver Cecil Short said. I'm like, come on, man. That's my. That was a nice rendition, <laughs> Courtney. I know. It's good. It's it's just good. I Chris enjoyed Carter. that. It's good. It was good. I mean, come on, man. I don't think the Jaguar. I think now that Blackman's gone, or, and I think... 
the Jacksonville Jaguars are not going to be kicked out of the NFL like Brandon had predicted earlier this season. I'm liking them. Still a possibility. I'm liking them. And yeah, I like Cecil Shorts. People, these people are going to get junk points. I can feel it in my gut. You don't have to go with me on this one, but I, I'm, I'm feeling it. Now, on gut calls, I'm putting Chad Henney up there this week. Just I agree. Wait, you're, you're feeling the junk, Courtney? I'm feeling the junk. I'm feeling the junk. The garbage points these people are going to get, and they're going to get them. It's not going to be to the end when all the Denver Broncos are on the bench celebrating, <laughs> but it's, it's going to happen. Chad Henney, we have him ranked number 20, 23rd, but I'm telling you, I think, I think he's going to be going to have some points here. We had Joe Flacco had his best game of this season against the Denver Broncos with 18.48. We saw Tony Romo last week with his career high of 40 points, .94. I mean, hello, Terrell Pryor had 18.84 before he went out with a concussion. I mean, there was Eli Manning, but really, I mean, we're not going to talk about that game. That was, hmm. <laughs> and he has targets, and I like him. I'm, I'm saying it's a gut call for you, but oof, I love him. Maurice Jones-Drew, on the other hand, oh, last week was his chance. Mm, no touchdown again. And there's rumors that he's, he's up for a trade. I don't know who wants to take him at this point, but I'm not playing him, just so you know. Denver Broncos, I don't really know why we have to cover this team anymore because they're all must-starts here, people. Peyton Manning, ranked number one, 414 yards and a touchdown last week. Oh, first interception. That was sad. That was sad. I don't think he's going to put up points like that again against Jacksonville just because he's going to get pulled in the, at the end of the third quarter, but he's good, people. I'm ready for more records-breaking. Demarius Thomas, Wes Welker, Eric Ducker, they're all ranked in the top 15 for us, people. You're playing them. I will say Demarius only had 5.7 points last week. I'm putting money on he's getting a touchdown this week. Just saying. Julius Thomas. Hello. 122 yards and two. Julius blew up last week. He's blown up all the time. He's a must start every week, people. Matt Prater. Hello. I don't know who you are if you're not playing him. He's he's awesome. Last week, three of three field goals, five of five extra points. I mean, yeah. He has yet to have under 10 points. He's a machine. Oh, I'm sorry. One game. One game he did. No Sean Marino. I'm putting under gut calls, and this is why. He is the first Bronco to be taken out of the game when they get ahead. And they're going to get ahead. With that said, he's still going to score you more points probably than your other running back choices, so you might want to play him, but don't expect him to play the whole game. They're going to throw Hillman and Ball in there to just run out the clock and hopefully not get fumbles like they usually do. With that said, you're benching Hillman and Ball. They're going to score you probably around four and a half, five points each. Not worth your time. My pick is the Denver Broncos. I mean, hello. Obviously. I'm going to pick the... I'm getting! (laughs) Yeah, I picked the Broncos. Yeah. And you know what's really funny? We always do these team rankings, and and Courtney always has the Broncos. And before I even do the quarterback rankings, she puts number one quarterback, Peyton Manning. (laughs) She actually doesn't wait for the rankings. It's actually out of responsibility. I just put him at number one, because you know what? He's going to be one to four, so it's fine. Uh, Yes. So anyway, yeah, you know, I'm all about the Jacksonville wide receivers, Courtney. I think you agree. Uh, the Broncos defense, they're a problem. Yeah. I mean, we could do that on another show, but they're a problem. I'm still picking the Broncos. 
I'm picking the Broncos too. I mean, like Corey said, the Broncos are total must start other than their defense, which has been very it's clear slippery. as people have career games, like Courtney said, against us. Listen, we have them ranked number one, along with a lot of other people that have them ranked number one. Well, for this week, but still. I mean, I think Jacksonville's going to have a couple problems here, but I think the receivers are still going to get points. But this brings me to a very important question that Tim, Courtney's husband, proposed a trade to me, and I need to decide if I should take this. And Ladies, I need your opinions. Tim proposed that I had to give up Arian Foster and Jordy Nelson, and in return, I would get no Sean Marino, Wes Welker, and RG3. Do you take the trade? Mind you, your quarterbacks are Bradford and... And Cammy Cammy Can't. Crybaby cry Cam. I mean, Wes Welker's a machine, you know? Um... No, Sean is the third person. Is no, yeah, Sean. I would take I'd it. I take it. I think you win that trade. I mean, you need to do it tonight because he's going to hear this. But I think that's weird <laughs> to offer that up. Yeah, and he he has a serious bromance with Wes Welker too. So like, I know I'm shocked he's willing to give Wes up. It's a very interesting trade he offered there. He may have done something really terrible to you that you haven't found out about yet. <laughs> I know. Because I was like, this guy's like a statistical. I mean, he does like 30 mock drafts before our draft. So I would think he would look at these numbers and be like, mm. what? I feel like I'm missing something. There's a Trojan it's why, horse it's why here, I haven't, but I don't know I know. That's why I haven't responded yet I'm like, I'm missing something. I haven't figured it out yet. I'm missing Check it. the buys. I don't know. Something's weird. Something's yeah, weird. Anyway, I'm going Broncos. That's an obvious one. Broncos. All right. Not so obvious. I like this matchup. Tennessee Titans at Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, you know what? Tennessee Titans, sneaky good. Sneaky good. Congratulations, Titans. It's kind of fun. It's fun. But they're kind of like the Jets and the Dolphins. They're fun, good teams that you're kind of excited for this year, but no real fantasy superstars. And, yes, I'm talking about you, Chris Johnson. (coughs) Listen. (coughs) Whoa, I just breathed wrong. That's awesome. Uh... We have them ranked 28th, and I think that's generous. Um, whatever. Uh, listen, in Seattle, you don't start any of your running backs, really. It's a very difficult place, and he hasn't been fabulous. Last week, he did finally score a touchdown. It was on a pass, not a rush, but hey, we'll take it where we can get it. Um, he seems motivated to play. It's a long shot, but... He has potential. Uh, bench warmers, the defense. But, you know, Tennessee defense is actually pretty great. So you, can s- you, you can't play them in Seattle. You just can't. But if you can keep them on your bench, I don't normally suggest that, but I think this is a possibility. They're, they're pretty great. Um, and Nate Washington and Kendall Wright, uh, until we figure out what's going on with Fitzpatrick, they're just no-goes. They're not good. They're not to the point where you need to play them for fantasy. So um, my pick is going to be Seattle Seahawks because I think they're going to be undefeated at home this year. It's just the 12th man is outrageous. Yeah. I'm really excited for this game. This is going to be a really good game. Maybe the the best matchup of the week, personally. Um, But for playing Seattle D... You know, we had them ranked number three. You know, and it is so rare that I start off my must-starts with the defense. But here we are, you know, again, in week in, week out with the Seattle Seahawks D. They are that good. And you should essentially always start them, no matter the matchup. You know, in this case, they are playing the Titans, who are better than people think, quite honestly. And, you know, given the eighth fewest points to defenses, nonetheless, you still have to play the Seahawks. Marshawn Lynch. Do not be distracted by his dashing looks, people. 
<laughs> he can play ball. <laughs> that man does not have a tiny head. Turns out. Uh, <laughs> so he can be in your sleeping bag. That's nice. Wow. Debatable. Debatable. Um, he's had two good performances, you know, in back-to-back weeks, you know, which should be really encouraging for Lynch owners, you know. So, I mean, he had 100 rushing yards, you know, which is what you want to see, you know, and he's going to be trying to find holes in a line that gives up the 15th fewest points to running backs. So don't expect, like, enormous numbers from him, but I would still say double digits, which is good, you know. Gut calls, Brandon's favorite, sweater-wearing Russell Wilson. Oh, how you tease us, Russell. And no one likes a tease. No one. You are unpredictable, which makes me moody. There are 11 quarterbacks that have scored more points this season than Wilson and who you should consider before starting our dear, confusing Russell. Being as you probably took Wilson pretty high in the draft, your backup might not fare you any better this week. You know, and the Titans have you up the second fewest points to quarterbacks this year. So, yeah. Benchwarmers, all the Seattle wide receivers. Seriously, you, there's no point in even talking about them. They all together have been targeted 17 times, 18 times. It's just a waste of time. Don't start any of them. My pick, ugh, Seattle. Yeah, this one's tough for me because, you know, I like defenses, and both are defensive teams. Mm. Just because Chris Johnson plays for Tennessee, my pick is Seattle Seahawks. I thought you were going to go uh, Titans because of that. <laughs> no, no. Nope. Although I will say he won me the game last week instead of losing me the game every other week. So I do he like that. Thank you, Johnson. He was but on no. Don't bench. tweet at him. <laughs> I should tweet Sorry. him. Say thank you. I'll be one of you those. You should tweet him a thank you. I that should. would be nice. That would be You're nice. a good one. I'm a really nice person, people. Not really. Mm. All right. Now, Arizona Cardinals at San Francisco 49ers. Now I'm going to get angry. Uh, you know, the play if you got him category, I would normally tell you that Larry Fitzgerald is amazing and everything is good and happy in the world and we would have a little powwow. Um, unfortunately, San Francisco's given up the second fewest fantasy points to wide receivers and yet another week has gone by where there's no clear number two guy. So Larry Fitzgerald is being like triple teamed. It's not his fault, but it, it is what it is. And for all the reasons above, he's in the gut calls section. Uh, it's unfortunate. And, you know, you probably don't have a better option, but if you're nervous, don't worry. We all are. Uh, Arizona defense, sneaky good. Sneaky good. Sneaky. Uh, San Francisco, I don't know. I mean, they're so up and down, so you kind of have to take a gut call on this. It really is a genuine gut call. Do you think San Francisco is going to show up, or do you think they're going to have this weird off game? Uh, bench warmers, Carson Palmer, you guys, um, he is averaging less than 10 points per game. You shouldn't own him. Brandon Whedon, Andy Dalton, Joe Flacco, and even Eli Manning are averaging more points per game. And I'm sorry, even Eli, I love <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Those are facts. Richard Mendenhall and Andre Ellington, really interesting stuff going on there. I'm not quite sure who's going to remain the starter. Uh, Mendenhall had kind of a bounce back game last week, but Ellington's still doing well. I don't know. And frankly, San Francisco's pretty good against the run. I I would stay away from them until we get a clear idea. I'm going to pick San Francisco, but I don't feel good about it. Ugh, gross. San Francisco. Ugh. Listen, you're going to play Vernon Davis just because it's a good matchup against Arizona because they give up points to the tight end. Congratulations. Also, the bromance going on between Kaepernick and Davis. I'm sorry. I just, they anger me. 
I like waited <laughs> yeah, last I don't know to write these people. It's just, oh, hmm. but you're going to play Davis. He had 88 yards and touched on last week. I see him doing something very similar this week. Frank Gore, I do like Gore. Mm-hmm. He had 81 yards and a touchdown last week against Houston. I'm into him. He's a play. I mean, you're not going to not play Gore. We have him ranked 14th. We love, love Gore. Yay, Gore. San Francisco defense, we have him ranked 4th. Not bad. They actually know how to play football, unlike Kaepernick, who's on my bench. Listen, we have him ranked 14th. If you're in a deep league, you have to play him. But to me, he's not a fantasy starter. The 49ers might have won last week, but it was not because of Kaepernick's performance. He threw for 113 yards and one touchdown. That's that's not a starter, okay? It's brutal. And 64 of those yards was in one pass to Vernon Davis and that includes that touchdown that he got. I mean, in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's just, no. Mm-mm. Nope. Sorry, Kaepernick. Still don't like you. And Quan Bolden. I have him on the bench this week just because I think it's a hard matchup against Arizona. It is. And Kaepernick only completed six passes last week. Two of them to Bolden for only 21 yards. It's just, mm, yeah. It's too bad they don't have somebody, I don't know, like Alex Smith throwing the ball to him. my pick is Arizona because as we all know by now I don't really care for the 49ers sorry Jason I'm making an executive decision if Courtney draws San Francisco next year she gets to trade thank you this is crazy Uh, thank you this is gold (laughs) she has to always have them in fact I may name this podcast this week if only they still had Alex Smith (laughs) thank you thank you I might in honor of you Courtney Ashley who's your pick I'm picking. Uh, I'm picking Cardinals. I like it. I don't know. Yeah, well, Cardinals on I this like one. It. You guys are crazy. You're, you're crazy, Brandon. Defense. I don't know. Um, New Orleans Saints five and zero oh at New England Patriots four and zero. Oh. Oof, those Saints, man. We've got Drew Brees ranked at four. You know you're playing him. Stop asking me questions. If I should play somebody else over Brees, stop it. He's the man. He had 288 yards and two touchdowns last week against Chicago. Play him. Thank you. Jimmy Graham. Mm, do we need to talk about it? I mean, I'm, no. Oh, love, no. love. He's he's on the island, people, and we're never kicking him off. He's in the sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the bag. <laughs> I'm going to bring up the kickers here. We little Garrett Hartley won me a fantasy game last week. Play him. I like him. He's a good man, too. That's right. Good calls. Colston. Oh, really, Don't do it. He really had a tough week against the Bears. <laughs> I had just no touchdown. Ooh, I just, mm, I'm not in love with him. You might not have a better option, so he might be your third wide receiver if you're in a third wide receiver league. Eh, I don't know. Patriots are on their toes on this one. Darren Sproles and Pierre Thomas. That was a messed up week mm. last week for us fantasy owners. I did not like that, Thomas. But with that said, you might want to play them. <laughs> They're definitely uh, definitely flex players, PPR players. I mean, I don't know, ladies. I think, I think I'm into the Thomas. He played really well. And Sprawls. You're not, not going to play Sprawls. He gets the ball. No good calls. I'm all in on the Saints people. And therefore, I'm picking the Saints. Although Brady did look really good in his turtleneck. Um, no. Yeah. Breeze all the way. Post, post interview. Mm-hmm. He always was good in the post-interview. Why wouldn't he? Giselle dresses him. Um, I'm skipping right to bench warmers, guys. <laughs> and it's the whole darn team. The whole team. 
mm-hmm. for the Patriots. Let's be clear here. This was the gutsiest call of the week. Um, yeah. This is a very odd position to be in. And I can't imagine if I was like actually a Patriots fan. There is literally no one to play from the Patriots. Tom Brady has the 16th most fantasy points, and that lands him on the bench. There is not a single wide receiver that is made into the top 20, so unless you get to start three wide receivers, you shouldn't look at any of them. Running backs? Give me a break. Graham, we've got Ridley, who might be coming back, but as we all know with Brandon's furious outbreaks, he clearly hasn't been uh, given the love that he should. You know, Gronk is hypothetically coming back, but we've been teased with that week in, week out, so who knows? You know, I mean, the tight ends practically don't exist on this team at this point. And the defense is, like, the only contender for a gut check as the 13th best defense thus far. So I feel like we are in some sort of, like, alternate universe right now. And yet the team is winning. They just aren't winning new fantasy games. So you need to keep that in mind. I'm going to go with the Saints because the Patriots need a reality check. And I hope the Saints are the ones who give it to them. I think that's the best analysis yet. And clearly, you have such good teams to cover that you haven't been used to polishing turds. <laughs> so, Courtney and I can give you lessons sometime. I'm Call benching us. them all. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go the Saints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't care if Gronk's back, you guys. You probably have a better option because I, I mean, this is a gutsy call, but I don't know if I'd play him his first week back. Me neither. I'd rather get burned no. the first week. Get burned. It's always better to get burned on a first week for somebody coming back. Absolutely. Yeah. Washington Redskins at the Dallas Cowboys Sunday night. Ooh, Washington Redskins. Play him if you got him. RG3. I like him this week, you guys. He always gives you garbage points anyways. You know? He's a player. Love him. We're into him. Yep. Big time RG3 fan over here. Alfred Morris. Morris is well-rested coming off a bye. Hopefully his ribs don't puncture anything this week. Um, you know, Dallas is just okay <laughs> against the run. Hulo got over 14 points this last week with Morris um, out, so I like him. Those are 10 points of those are going to go to Mr. Morris. With that said, Hilo uh, is it? He, what is it? Is it Hilo? 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 I knew it was Hilo. Hilo? Hilo? might be a good flex player, guys. I'm just throwing that out there. This might be his week to get a few points as well. Pierre Garçon. We have him ranked number 11, had almost 12 points against Oakland two weeks ago. Coming off a bye, I'm liking liking the majority of these people except Fred Davis and Jordan Reed. Stop it. Hello? Stop it. Is it you I'm looking for? (laughs) Now, Reed is only owned by 3% of leagues, while Davis is owned by 36. At least swap them out, people. I mean, come on. Reed is performing a lot better than Davis is, but really you should own neither of them. My pick is the Washington Redskins, just because I love me some RG3 and Morris. Pay attention to your team, people. I know you're like, I don't need to play these people. They're just on my bench. You might as well replace your bench players with better bench players. Absolutely. Trust me. In the long run, you win. Starters, Romo, get it together, people. Yeah, does he throw an interception at the wrong time? He absolutely does. That is true. (laughs) But guess what? Your fantasy team cannot tell time. (laughs) We don't care. Moving on. Uh, DeMarco Murray, remember all those naysayers in the preseason? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Play him. Some of these guys, I'm just not even going to get into their stats because it's emotionally trying to know that you don't own them and they're this awesome, or you do own them and you already know. Uh, Des Bryant, (laughs) super freak. Super freak. We're done. Super freak. 
We're gonna sing. There's a, lot, there's a lot of singing going on right now. It's the musical. Well, it's the Her Fantasy Podcast musical. <laughs> I might need a little My Pony for Prentice because we're on the Cowboys right now. My Pony. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you guys are awesome. Uh, by the way, Washington defense, I don't know if you've seen one of their games. <laughs> Cash in on that with all the Cowboys, literally. Terrence Williams filling in for Miles Austin. Get it done. Last week, 151 yards plus a touchdown. What's your problem? You should own him. Dallas defense, we have them 19th ranked. I don't know. They suffered a mile-high beating, so they did not look good last week, but... Washington turns the ball over. I don't know. This is a gut call. That's the only gut call. Everyone else is playing. Kickers, I don't care. You start them all. Um, and for that, I'm picking the Cowboys. Although I do think RG3 and the rest of the team uh, will play well. Uh, but I think Dallas really lost a hard one. I think they're going to make them, the Washington team pay. This one's really hard. I think this could be a good game. And they're rivals, which always makes for a, a fun game to watch. But I'm going to go Cowboys as well. Just I think, yeah, that was a rough one. Mm. And they played well. You know, they played well. So that's what's rough about. So I'm going to go Cowboys. Talk about rough ones. I'm going that this is going to be the fantasy orgy of the week. Bad, Both cool. bad defenses and both pretty good offenses. I'm into it. I'm into it. Now we have Monday night Indianapolis Colts against the San Diego's Chargers. You don't think this one's a fantasy orgy? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is the reason Brandon went to Costco to buy those paper towels oh, for this game. And Colts Luck. are a good D. I know. I know. Colts. Andrew Luck. We knew this kid would be good, but he has really been good this year, guys. He has scored the seventh most fantasy points amongst core, you know, QBs. And, you know, he's going up against the defense that's allowed the second most points to a quarterback. That's a win win. You got to play him. Reggie Wayne, you know, Wayne still was able to muster up eight points even with T.Y. Hilton's standout performance, which I will get to in all of my fury in a second here. But going up against a very weak secondary shouldn't be a problem for this vet. So I like his numbers a lot this week as well. T.Y. Hilton, I need to start off by saying, I hate you. What? I hate you. I had you on my team. I had you on my bench. And then I drop you last week and you blow (gasps) up with 26 points. My, my, my. I rate. I do declare. I picked him off those waiver wire. Yes, oh, Ashley. <laughs> oh, Ashley. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> yeah. Because, like Brad said earlier, I looked at points and I had Emmanuel Sanders and I had T.Y. Hilton. And Emmanuel Sanders had more fantasy points all season than T.Y. Mm. This one point, this one week alone has bumped him, like, literally halfway up the wide receiver rankings right now. It's ridiculous. And I am angry. But. As a fantasy perspective, they win when they throw him the ball. They need to be throwing the ball to T.Y. Hilton more. So for me, I say start him. Trent Richardson. You know, he's around the line between the bench and a gut check for me. Part mm. of me thinks this game will be a very high-scoring game, so the even young Mr. Trent will have some good goal line looks here because, again, the Chargers' D is just freaking terrible. Uh, but they do allow the six least points to running backs. So maybe he will be held at bay. So for me, he's a gut check. Let's get to the Chargers. Uh Philip, mm. you are a must-start, my friend. Uh, he never disappoints us because it's exactly what we expect from him. Interceptions. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
three of them to be exact last I'll be here game. All night. <laughs> three. Uh, but even with those mistakes, he was able to get you 18 points from his 400 plus yard, you know, pass attack and two it's touchdowns. Ridiculous. So yes, he throws interceptions. As a fan, you are watching this and you are angry and you don't win games per se. But as a fantasy owner doesn't matter per se he's still scoring you lots of points i just want to say that my husband played rivers over kaepernick and it did not matter that he threw three interceptions the man still scored more points than kaepernick exactly when you learn to accept that that's gonna be the case you'll be less frustrated with him and you will and you will start him every week and he'll be producing you lots of points the first throwing touchdown is just like a wash for rivers you're just like okay those points are going to go away but no it goes away and then you're okay Mm -hmm. you know Stick with this interception throwing fool, guys. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Stick with this interception throwing fool. He'll make you look foolish if you don't. Danny Woodhead, you know, with Matthews questionable. Okay, it really wouldn't be a matter if he was questionable or not. It just means good things. Danny Woodhead, he scored 10 points last week and 20 points the week before. So, you know, you've got to play this I guy. I know it. Right? <laughs> I mean, you. Wow. Brand's like. Moving her shirt all around, getting excited about Woodhead. I was gonna say uh, he's on the island, it just for his name alone, because it sounds like he's a sure bet. But what's great about Woodhead, guys, is he's not just—he <laughs> is not Courtney, <laughs> Daddy. Uh, he's not just a running back, guys. He catches a lot of balls. So again, we've talked about in PPR leagues, but just in general, I mean, they're going up against the six Spence defense here. But who cares? Because he also catches the ball too. So I wouldn't be worried about him. Play Woodhead. And then Antonio Gates, guys, he's a must-start for me as well. He's done extremely well. He's going to be at the 12th best defense, keeping tight ends at bay. But he's a vet. He knows what he's doing. It's a fairly decent matchup for him. I like him. Bench warmers, Ryan Matthews. He had zero points last week. Is questionable to play and has yet to score a touchdown all year. Enough said. My pick, guys. Uh, I'm going Colts. Yeah. I don't think that's tough at yeah. all. I, I think, think it is kind of tough. I don't know why you had to push that one fairly out. close. Yeah, you're like, ooh, Colts. Mm, it's risky. <laughs> Let me tell you, everybody else is going to play Colts. Uh, I don't know why I'm making that noise. Um, yeah, Colts. San Diego's defense, they're in a bad place. Bad place. They're in a really bad place. And um, I tried to make a joke in her notes about cottage cheese, and I don't know what I was thinking, <laughs> but I just thought I would share with you. That's what happens when you get to the end of the notes, because they're 40-some pages long. You lose your mind a little. But yeah, Colts all the way. I'm in. I'm in. Colts. Yeah. Chargers defense is a joke. I'm a defensive girl. Well, I am ready to set my lineup, ladies. Thank you. Make sure you set your lineups today as well if you have anyone playing for New York Giants and the Bears tonight. Do-do-do-do. Make sure to check us out on our new home, Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network and on HerFantasyFootball.com for our rankings, news, and much more. We also write for Cover 32 if you want to check check out some of our matchups. Chat us up on Twitter, people. We're there. Brandon loves to hear from you at HerFantasyFB. Until next week, no more faking it.